beautiful people across the globe. We just want to welcome you to another edition of D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K, The Kickback, with Sharika, Sabrina, and E.B. What's good, Kickback family? You are here listening to, hopefully, by now, your favorite podcast. And if it's not, um, I'll actually just go pray because maybe something's going wrong in your life where it's not your favorite podcast and God wants to work in you and through you in a unique way. No, I'm just playing because it's a lot of solid Bible. Well, we talk about the Bible here. Never mind. I was about to say there's a lot of solid Bible podcasts, but we definitely talk about Jesus here. Um, mm-hmm. But you're here with your boy, EB, and two of my favorite people, Sabrina and Sharika. And we just really, literally, are name is the kickback but we just kick back and have conversations talk a little bit about everything so if this is your first time listening to us we want to say welcome and if you are an ongoing kickbacker somebody who loves to just vibe and relax with us we want to say welcome back i'm gonna open up with my temp check and i'm gonna say that i'm feeling a cool 89 i know usually i say 88 because that's the year i was born and this is the month that i was born in so if you know how to do math hopefully you'll know how old i'm turning this year if you don't know how to do math that's okay too um we have a person who we've had on the podcast before charles financial solution maggie she can help you with finances and numbers and all of those things shameless plug lovely ad that's just how we do it but 89 is how i'm feeling right now and the song that i have for you guys um i just heard it actually for the first time and now i don't have it in front of me well i'm just gonna say the album it's from the john legend christmas album um somebody played it this week i don't know if it was like can't wait welcome back to christmas or back home for christmas or something it was like number two or number three but that john legend album that's what i got um just that's the song that i have from that album but the song is not clicking right now sharika sabrina how y'all feeling I'm feeling like being nosy because Evie, I heard you're on the run again. You're catching flights, not feelings, as they say. So Evie, where are you off to this weekend? Or is it this weekend or next weekend? It's this. So if you're listening to the podcast today, like if you're listening to the podcast on Saturday or maybe Sunday, whenever you listen to it, because um, it's going to be a few days. Hopefully you listen to it when it released. But I am currently in the air on, if you listen to Saturday, I'm in the air on my way to Vegas. Um, my wife's friend is getting married in we were invited and for people who know us for the most part we make it to just about every wedding we can we know the importance of marriage even though it's only been a cool 37 ish yeah 37 months i think yeah that's right 37 months or so um so we try to support people and just be there for those big days and we always feel i guess you could say delighted that people decides to have us um there on their special day and vegas is a solid spot for us that's where we went for our first um our one year anniversary um so it has that sentimental value and it's just a lot of cool stuff to do in vegas that doesn't necessarily involve drinking or casinos or any what some would consider wild for some people that's just a regular night for them Uh, but it's so much to do in that area in those mountainous i guess you could say the west coast so to speak um there is something and i'll probably um say this one on the next one because i know some of our listeners they know my wife and they might snitch but i am doing something a little special for her on that sunday um and so next week i'll talk about what i did during that time for her i won't say it now because i don't want somebody else to give it away because she has no clue that it's happening so we're going to do something a little special um to celebrate Aww. while we're away and just a little surprise not too crazy 
crazy. Um, and it's, it's just another travel tip of what you do when you're out and about. So we're going to Vegas for a wedding, but we also have some other stuff lined up that she has no clue about. And due to the fact that it'll be happening a little in the middle of our trip, um, I won't disclose that information yet on the podcast. I do got two food recommendation places for you in Vegas, EB. What's that? If I knew the name. One of them, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the one name of the place. I can't remember, but um, you might have probably already did. EB, you be out for that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the name. Of, I'm going to tell you the place, and then it's, it'll be easy to find. But I'm sure you probably okay. already done it. So it's it's. There's a, a restaurant in Vegas where that you go that it's high up and then it, it's a rotating dining room. Oh yeah, you know we did that. I know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah. Okay, you did that. Um, yeah, we did that last time. Was there? Dang, it's the I think it's the Caesars. It's the 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 I don't know if we off buffets or not, but this is a high class up class upscale one. Um, the one at the Caesars is very good. I can't. Oh. The, Thing it, I almost say it and then it just slips out of my mind every time. But um, it's so a I'm pretty sure for the other one you're talking about top of the world, right? Yes, I didn't. Know, I wanted to. I didn't know I was going to be a guest, but I wasn't. I wasn't 100 sure. And, and then, then for we, the buffet one, are you talking about the um, Bacchanal or how? Yes, Bacchanal. Yes. Yeah. That's a good place. We love that. Place. All right. So that one, so I can't say that one we did not do, but uh, like you just mentioned that a few, another coworker mentioned that and other people have mentioned that. But last time we were there because of the pandemic, that wasn't going on, but I'm pretty sure it's probably back open now. I would be shocked if it's still closed. Um, but if it's open, that is one place that, you know, we will consider. But last and time I'll, it was closed because of the pandemic. I recommend now, it might be hard to finesse, but if you can go, we did it on an accident one time and it just worked out great. Like going like an hour before the brunch ends. Okay. So, so that therefore you can get in for the brunch price, but have the dinner meal when they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. It, it is pricey. But you know, you, you good for it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> then you get a little out of the you get a little bit of the brunch and you get the dinner stuff, but you only pay the brunch. That's my little little tip. But okay. Sharika, do they have activities in between? Because who can be eating all that food? But, like, well, you're going to be in a long line. The oh, line's okay. going to be long. So that's why I'm saying go <laughs> hour because you probably will. If you if you go hour, you might get in there by the time it's time because it, the line, like the first time we went, we went so early, like, and it was just because literally it was a day after we got to our honeymoon. So we got there. So we were, you know, we were off schedule because of the time change and all that. So we woke up super early and we were just looking for the first place that we could see that was open. So the first time we went, we went, there was no line because it was just like first thing this thing was opening. And we enjoyed it so much. We're like, oh, we'll go again. But we went later on in the day. And then it was a long line. I'm like, oh, this place is popular. Because I had never heard about it. I didn't know. We just, I literally was Googling what's the best places to eat in Vegas. And that's how I found it. So I wasn't really prepared. So it is a bit of a line, especially like later in the day. So So looking at the current schedule, looking at the current schedule of this place, it looks like for the brunch is just a weekend. Is that accurate to your knowledge? Uh, I thought it was every day, but you know, to be honest, it was a while ago and I don't recall. 
thought so the Friday, Saturday, Sundays, friend. their Friday, Saturday, Sundays are at 9 a.m. And the other days they open Monday through Thursday, they open at 4 p.m. But if that's the case, since we fly out there on a Saturday, I probably wouldn't be able to squeeze in the brunch only because that Sunday is when I'm doing the special thing. Um, I can tell y'all you now would... off the pod, but I'll tell them after. It, it couldn't have been on a weekend because our wedding was a Saturday. The first day, yes, that would have been. But when we went back during the week, we wasn't there into another weekend. So it had to oh, been okay. during the week. Girl, maybe that's they... pre-pandemic time. Yeah, I was going to so say, maybe they got rid of the money. brunch during the week. And you know, them cost be, the cost is high, pandemic times. They're like, oh, you know what? Good. We'll scale this back to one meal a day. But it is very worth it. It is very good. Do you, you you don't really like seafood like do you like seafood like that, Evie? I'm allergic to seafood, so no, I, I thought so. I thought so. So I was but I was gonna say that the seafood is good, but I didn't think you ate seafood this way. But they have a lot well, of I'm living food. vicariously through both of you two because Vegas is on my list and I wanna run it back. Got there yet. I know. You're gonna love it. Well, I'm not inviting myself, but if if it's not just a couple thing, girl, I am ready to run Vegas back. <laughs> Even if it's a couple thing, Doug and I are so chill. Well, I mean, just Nobody you and, third you and yourself. <laughs> I meant just oh, you okay. and your, you know, because sometimes you just want it to be you and your mans, and sometimes, and that's fine. But if you're like, <laughs> hey, we're going, and if anybody else want to come, well, let me know, because then I might, you know, point. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm very excited for you, EB, and I'm excited for Judith, because one thing you're going to do is make an experience. Okay. I try. Mm-hmm. How about y'all? How y'all feeling? What's y'all songs? Sharika just sighed, so I'm going to give her some space to think it through because I am feeling very confident about my choice. I am away from the Miley Cyrus is the climb, but I'm still with the people from the Caucasus Mountains, but, you know, I've occasionally accepted to the cookout now. Side note, y'all invited Miley to the cookout when she came out with that 23 song or not? Because I love that one, too. I don't know that. I, I never had no problems with her. Oh, you wild for that, not knowing that. Oh, I, mean, I might know, but maybe I don't know the name. Oh, <laughs> it was such a vibe. Like the song, the video, everything. Like, everything. What kind of recent was this song? Ooh, I was in North Carolina. Years think, ago. So oh, 23? Well, the oh, song was 13? called 23? I called it 23, but you know, our people call it anything, everything. Oh, uh, because I'm like, okay, I feel like that's <laughs> what was the name of the song, actually? In the club. I don't know. Let me see. Girl, <laughs> I know. I know parts on the USA. Oh, it was, tw- it was called 23. Yes, I feel powerful. I got I it right. I know party in the USA. <laughs> I know. Uh, you don't the know. Wrecking we can't ball. Stop. We won't stop. Girl. Oh, and mm. we won't stop. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do know that song, girl. I had no idea what the name of that song was. <laughs> All right, so song. let me get back on track. The other one who's in, I'd be inviting to the kickout is Ariana Grande. And I love the little whisper tones. I love the little whisper singing. I love an actress who can sing, too. When I used to see that little show with her and the dark-haired girl, I forgot her name. I remember saying to my brother, because we'd be watching it together, like, oh, that redheaded character, she can actually sing for real. Like, she has a great voice. So it's been great to see her journey. But that aside, her album, Santa Tell Me, Mm. I know Mariah Carey is the queen of Christmas. Ariana Grande, she might be on the court, y'all. I'm not going to say she's a princess, because, Mm -hmm. you know, that Whitney Houston Christmas, it goes hard. 
you know, there are others out there. I love me a um, Point of Grace, which is so old, but I love their Christmas album. I love uh, Amy, oh, Grant. Uh, Amy Grant. Oh, that's good. But I wouldn't put her on like the court, like these people who have like these soulful albums. I forgot uh, who sings For As Long As I Shall Live, I Will Testify to Love. I can't believe I forgot. That wasn't uh that wasn't point of grace. Avaline. Avaline. They amazing. I would call them they're definitely on the court too. All that aside, my vibe is Santa Tell Me. Santa Tell Me, if you're really there, don't make me fall in love again if he won't be here next year. Except let's exchange the he for a car. Because let y'all tell me y'all listen to my journey with this car situation. I wish Santa would have told me when we put $1,300, what is up with us in $1,300? The scam, the car, golly. When we put that money into the car about a month and a half ago, I need to backtrack. So my husband has had this Nissan Ultima that's been paid off. He bought new in like 2008, right? Heated seats. I mean, it's banged up, y'all. Like you can't use the right turn signal. Haven't been able to for a while. He let one of his coworkers replace the radio about two years ago radio ain't been right ever since but we've been vibing because you know dave ramsey says live like no one else you can live like no one else could we afford another car sure before i changed careers my job came with the car so i was rocking out i didn't care if my husband's cars beat up and then when i switched careers they definitely snatched the car back which was fine because i'm like i work from home anyway we fixed the car and why that this sunday on the way to church do y'all remember how the old washing machines would like shake have y'all ever been around those? Like me and my brother would sit Absolutely. on top of it. Yes. Like some of the people I know don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about that. And I'm like, I guess it's a whatever life I had thing. But we used to love that part. We always sit on it when it would start doing that. My car was doing that. We literally were pulling out of the neighborhood. And my husband was like, we aren't going to church today. And I was like, no, babe, because next Sunday we have this and that. We won't be there. We need to be there. It's Advent season. He's like, girl, I'm not taking this on the highway. And I'm glad we didn't. The motor was like, literally, it sounded like it was going to fall out of the car. So we drove it straight to the car place because it's like two minutes from our house. We would have passed it when we hit the U-turn anyway. They call us on Monday morning. They're like, yeah, so you got to put $3,500 in it. But we suggest you don't because that's what your car is worth. (sighs) My question was, why didn't y'all tell us this last month when we were here? Ah, uh, so long story short, we got a new car now. Shout out to my 2023 20, Kia Sorento SX. Love you. Ooh. I know, mm-hmm. Evie, Sharika, anytime y'all come through, ride the whip. And this is officially my car because my husband. Oh, okay. You know how husband, this, they be huh? loving to say, this is your car, this is my car. Because <laughs> I got a husband that say, that's your car, the next car is my car. So, oh, this, this is your car? This is my car. Okay, okay. Because uh, when I, when my husband and I got engaged, he had been saving to get himself a truck when he was just him. But then we became we, and I was like, a truck? We have a wedding and we have a house to pay off. Mm-hmm. Let's make an agreement. If you wait either three years or until the house is paid off, then I will be totally down with you getting whatever truck you you want. But in my mind, that doesn't make sense to be buying a brand new truck and the kind he wants. It was like a high dollar truck. I'm like, we got high dollar life activities <laughs> that we need to take care of. And you know what? It wasn't even an issue. He was happy to wait. And so he was supposed to be next. The truck he wants is not out yet. But guess what? 
our car is dead. So we went to get a car. We were looking at the Palisade or the Telluride. We don't have kids yet. We know it's something we want in the future, either naturally or through adoption. So we know we wanted to get something a little bit bigger. And I test drove the Palisade. It was okay. Test drove the Telluride. It was also okay. I was just thinking we just have to get something. When we were going inside, because I was not intending to get a car that day. Car broke down Sunday. We went in Monday after work. Y'all, we were walking inside to say, thank you. We'll sleep on these. Come back tomorrow. And I passed by that Sorrento. It was night. It was like 15 minutes before they closed. I just was like, well, what car is that? That is beautiful. Blacked out rims. Just real sleek looking. And the first car I've ever purchased new was after I graduated. And it was also a Kia. It was a little Kia Rio. Same situation. I had a Mustang at the time. And it broke, like, it was, it broke down so many times at DHQ. They always had to, like, jump my car. It's embarrassing. So I'm loyal to Kia. I'm now in a Kia again, living my life. And in six months to a year, my husband will have a, a truck. And we will be a two-car family again. Shout out to that. And so that's why my vibe is Santa tell me, Santa, please don't let me waste any more money on something that's going to fall apart or a scammer. Let me know if the thing's not going to be around next year. Listen, I don't need it. Sharika, how you feeling? I have nine more days of work. Until <laughs> I thought you were going to cry the way your voice shook when you said days. <laughs> I am about to cry. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not, you know, work is not bad, but it's just like when you just need a break, you just need a break. And that's how I feel. I just need a break. You know, Thanksgiving was a break, but it wasn't because it was like I was doing all the things. I need a break where I'm doing some things, but no things as well. I need a no things break. Um, But I'm good. I do like this time of year at work because it's a little festive thing once or twice a week. So that's nice. So we got a little two festive things this week, two festive things next week. And then the week after that, I'm only working half the week. So I, I try to count down by that. Um, my temp is 83 because um, it's a little too hot for me here in Florida. But it is. The evenings have been cool. So that's been nice. I've, I've been needing. I've been wondering. I mean, I've been planning on getting out and walking in the evenings because this time is actually not bad. Haven't done it yet, but I will do that at some point. Um, what else? Oh, yes. I am here with a confession. Sabrina knows, EB, I have yet to tell you. And I'm confessing to you, my people on the podcast. I'm confessing to EB because EB doesn't listen to the podcast, as you all know. So you don't know, EB, that I did not post the episode last week. Because, guys, I recorded the episode on a computer I don't normally record on, and I could not find the recording. And I was in a kerfuffle, in a, in a panic, because I could not find the recording. So this, I'm here to confess and apologize that you guys did not get the episode. On a bright note, I did finally get some help, and I did, and someone helped me find the lost episode. So, um... You guys will be hearing this after, but you would, but when you wonder, but you, but then now you will know why a few weeks ago, like what happened to the kickback? They didn't show up that Saturday. That's why Saturday the third, we were not present because I lost the episode temporarily, but it will be back. 
you may get this you may get two episodes this week or i might hold it so that we could uh be uh breaking taking a break so you never know we'll see but that was my confession for you guys my song is uh it's the most wonderful time of the year because it is the kids are jingle belling everyone's telling you be of good cheer because it's the most wonderful time of the year and so i'm excited for uh the christmas season even though i'm tired of working i need a little break but i am excited for the season it's been nice i need to get a few more christmas movies in because it's been a while i haven't really watched the that many christmas movies yet and i'm looking forward to um alan and i's uh tradition he probably wouldn't say this but i say this like we usually pick one saturday of the christmas season and we usually will turn on all of our favorite classic christmas movies and we will sit there and wrap presents all day long well not all day long but as long as it takes for us to wrap all of our presents for our family and we watch our christmas movies and i'm looking forward to that so oh we we did watch um charlie brown christmas last night while my husband was watching it and i had to get out of the bed because i'm like you can't watch one of the classics without me and it's short so i was um i was able to do that so it's the most wonderful time of the year and that is my tip so um all right we yeah, so we got it. We're just gonna be talking with you guys today. We have a few different random topics. Some of so we're just gonna kick it off with the thing that came out today, which was the Brittany Griner Griner was released from the Russian jail. So that has been the big news of today. Eb, is there anything you want to fill the people in on? Because I always like to kick you kick it off to you as our new news correspondent. Um, no, nah, I think it's pretty much simple because you would have to be living under the rock, at least today, to not know who Brittany Griner is or what's the, I guess, the the big rift uh, behind her. But most people know her as a standout at the University of or Baylor University. Um, she was an amazing and she still is an amazing basketball player. She has the opportunity um, after WNBA season is over where individuals, right, they'll play what we would consider overseas or cross seas to continue their legacy and in their career. Because some of you may or may not know, but the WNBA, um, some would consider it underpaid, some would consider it, no, they're paid their just dues. Um, it is vastly different from the NBA, but part of what I've done as far as research and knowing stuff, the WNBA has, if I remember correctly, have been in a deficit for about the past however many years. So the NBA oh. actually covers their salaries. So not saying that they should be, be getting paid more or less or whatever that is. But from what I understand, the WNBA operates in a deficit where the NBA constantly covers um, their operations as a whole. So salaries, teams, travel, all of those good things. Um, so as she was going to Russia for a team that she plays for, she had, I don't know if it was like a vape pan or a, um, a, a bong or something. She just had something that would consider or deem as an illegal substance and or par drug paraphernalia that is prohibited in, um, in Russia. So she was detained, had a crazy trial. And if I remember correctly, she was sentenced to like nine years. And for the past few months, it was kind of like, what is going on? Where is she? They had ups and downs of not knowing her whereabouts. Then she got sent to a work camp. Um, they cut off her her dreads or whatnot. So now she got like somewhat of a fresh cut. Um, if you mm, see pictures of her, she looks... Her. I didn't know that either. Not Samson and Delilah. 
That's exactly what it is. And if you don't know this, so just go ahead and put something out there for those of you who might not have people who are incarcerated or know people. But even in the Americas, um, or at least in the United States of America, if a person goes to federal prison, it's likelihood they'll be able to keep their hair. But if they go into a regular state prison, like my brother, he had dreads when he went in. If you see him right now, he got a fresh cut right now. So naturally, this is something that's common. This is not something that only happens in Russia. But um, she was exchanged for a... Um, what someone consider a Russian arms dealer, somebody who was detained here in the States uh, or detained by you know, um, by the U.S. And they did a swap for, um, I guess you could say, person for person. And you have some people who are excited that Brittany Griner is home and you have others who are mixed feelings, mixed emotions, because they're like, why would we give her away for an arms dealer? And I know there is a multitude of what I would consider I don't like using the word illiterate, but that's essentially what it is. Illiterate slash ignorant people when it comes to foreign policy. But this is something that is all too common. One of the reasons that many people are somewhat or remotely aware of it is because of the magnitude of who Brittany Griner is and Mm -hmm. her legacy and her popularity. But we have done ex-spies or ex-Marines or ex-military elites for Christian um, missionaries in like North Korea or something. Like, so this is not this wild thing. We have done it for pilots of certain um, airlines or even military pilots for some of their terrorists in places like Iran or Afghanistan. So like when people saying stuff, I'm just like, "Mm, sucks that you don't really know the country that you reside in politics enough to know that this is not necessarily a um, crazy thing, so to speak. So that's part of it. But we have a lot of high profile, I guess you could say, prisoner swaps that have happened between the U.S. and other countries. And uh, I'm just glad that she's home and hopefully she can, you know, be able to hug her loved ones and reconnect with um, her spouse and her family and just be able to try to process all that she's endured and experienced. People need so, to Sharika, stop. Are we going to um, make a Hallmark movie about this? Home from think, Russia? No, I don't think this is, <laughs> this is not Hallmark. This is like, that's a lifetime. Lifetime's You're a little right. <laughs> homework is is happy it ain't that much drama it's just a it's a little light it's like a pretend drama but not real light drama you're right, you're right. Home, lifetime that's where you got this is a lifetime story Mm-mm. and i listen yeah. i don't care these people telling something they mad why would you if it was your loved one you wouldn't care about that arms you'd be like send the arms dealer back bring me back my loved one People need to First of all, Ukraine is giving Russia the one two. They thought they were going to go in Ukraine and roll them over. So Russia said, "We need that arms dealer to help us out." Oh Not gosh. as easy as we thought it was going to be. Also, part of the discussion that I have seen a lot of is in regards to this other prisoner that we have. He was a Marine. He was dishonorably discharged for some theft some thievery that was going on, and he's being held. My issue with that discussion is that he has been there for a minute, like a Trump was president minute. And we were doing exchanges then, so where was the outcry about our beloved Marine and military then? I didn't hear it. And now, right, and now that Brittany Griner's being released, I'm like, what's so special about her that this is suddenly... This guy, I believe his name was Paul Whelan. And you can yep. Google him. Where was the outcry years ago about Paul Whelan? You know, he wasn't as a public. I think, you know, the deal is, you know, the, she's more of a public figure. So people care. More. Sure, she is. But we didn't care about Paul before. 
No, they sure. didn't. And I'm sure they're. Or I maybe his family didn't have the. Maybe they didn't get it out, the story out or whatever. As, and maybe people right. didn't and care. And it goes back to what Evie said about people just maybe not taking the time to look into how these deals and wills work. Mm-hmm. There is a strong possibility that Russia was like, no, Paul was spying on us. We have all the evidence. We're not doing it. And guess what? That was Russia's decision. Biden said, we want our girl back. We want the bachelor back. And that's what we're going to fight for. And we don't know that he didn't fight. We don't know that former President Trump didn't fight. For whatever reason, Russia is holding on. And because of that, are we supposed to say no? We don't want Britney then until we can get this other one. No, sometimes you just got to take what you're getting. And I'm also true. mad that Paul was on the job and they left <laughs> him over there. No, was he on the job? Girl, Paul was the one who was stealing from our military and they, oh, just, okay, they okay. just honorably discharged. Him. Oh, okay. But I, they're not showing that part in the statuses and the tweets. They're just like, and yes, he is somebody who served our country. He served in Iraq and et cetera. I believe it was when he was over there that they caught him stealing. But honestly, oh, thought- if I'm if I'm giving my life, y'all can't give me 10 grand. Come on now. I'm wondering about the teacher. Do you remember the teacher? It was a teacher that I don't know if he's still in. There's a teacher who has been in prison for a long time because he was doing like he had, um, I think, medical marijuana or something over there. And he got detained. It was like a professor or something. Yep. And his wife's been trying to get him home, too, for the longest time. She Because when they were like, oh, oh, Brittany, but also don't forget about my mans, too. I haven't heard about him. He might still be. Oh, this is the first I'm hearing. Yeah, no, so definitely, um, if I'm not mistaken, you're probably talking about Mark Fogel, but, and, Mm -hmm. you know, again, paying attention to these things, these are so common. Like, there are so many, and there's so much more we could talk about, but there are so many people who are currently in different countries who are not even, like, prisoner of war. They're just, like, they're just detained or unrightfully or unlawfully, I guess I'll say, for our terms, um, being held captive in different prisons. And if you just look it up of like American prisoners abroad and you'll see some just like this, um, espionage or ex-military or petty theft or um, miracle, uh, medical marijuana or armed kidnapping or invading yes. privacy or like it just like, you know, crazy things. And some of it don't even be accurate. And he just be like, and I say it don't be accurate because it's just literally word of mouth sometimes where I'm like, oh, we got an American citizen. Like, we can do whatever we want. We can say whatever we want. Because mm. in grand scheme, we're trying to get someone that we really want. Like, even just recently, and I don't want to take it off subject, but it just shows how crazy our world is. But like Hertz, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Hertz because I don't want to misquote a rental company. But I think Hertz or one of these major rental car companies is being sued because people who had rental agreements, right, they told the police that those cars were stolen because of a glitch in a system. So you got people who get pulled over and be like, what? Like, I rented this car. Like, here go my paperwork. Yeah, I know. But Hertz showed us you stole this car because they had a glitch in their system on a return policy. And uh, you got AB got a mugshot now. Sabrina got a mugshot now. Sharika got a mugshot now. It's like, like, how is that a case? And then it's like, then it's civil claims and lawsuits of like, they're debating if these people, like, they're, you know, you stretch out court dates and stuff like that, where these people aren't even getting their, I guess, just due because of how crazy our judicial system is and i'm like i don't even care about a lawsuit i just need to make sure my stuff is expunged and sealed forever like this should never be like i need you to delete all of that like for the incompetence like now i need a stake in your company i don't need no lawsuit a lawsuit is not gonna do nothing for me like it's not gonna be enough money that bring that back 
Like that traumatic right. experience, that mugshot, like unless all of that has already been sealed and expunged and all of that, then that's mm. a different story. But when I read it, I was just like, this is not okay. Like, how do we even allow this to happen in a country that is so tech savvy and so advanced and so, I guess you could say, better off than so many other places. And then you get these moments and you're just like, I don't know who it was because it could have been all, people of all different races. But I'm just like, that's not a glitch. Like, that's that's more than a glitch. That's wild. Um, so it sucks when people are across. But then also, this is just me from the outside. And that can be for the Brittany Garner situation. That can be the Mark Fogle. That can be for the Paul Whelan. That can be for any of these. Like, man, it's certain places that you should not be wanting to travel to. And then when you're in other mm. places, please do your best to know the laws of some of these places. <laughs> like, because the laws in America, you yeah, you're in the most freest place, um, according to paper. But other places don't operate the same way we do. So just be mindful of when you travel where you're at. Like, I would recommend for people when you're traveling, don't travel with any paraphernalia. Like, mm. don't even put yourself in that position. Don't even travel with alcohol. Like, just buy it over there. Yes, it's more expensive. Yes, it's crazy. Just try to keep yourself out, like, under the radar as best as possible. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I will say, traveling with my church, that was a vibe, because I knew I wasn't getting <laughs> You would hope not. We good. We skipping lines at all. I know that's right. I was like, okay, I look at God move far <laughs> in the Red Sea. Yeah, that's terrifying to think about. I know in like some now I've never been one to be curious about shoplifting. I remember being in Piggly Wiggly as a kid picking up y'all remember those little sticks of gum? Do people even chew gum anymore? Is that a thing? I do. Anyway, yeah, I remember it was like Wrigley's or something, and I picked it up, and my mom was doing the groceries, and I got a spanking right there in the store. She was like, did I tell you to touch that? I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Like, I hope no one from school saw that I just was getting popped in the store, but I was never one to play those games to be curious about the shoplifting. I know in certain countries, they'll just chop your hand right off. It's mm-hmm. like Evie said, like, Let's not even play. Let's not play with yeah, me. Because, yeah, everybody <laughs> ain't for play play in these play, in this, in this right. world. Yeah, mm. Sometimes hmm, people are not for play play. Some people are for real, for real. Um, I remember as a kid, like little, I had to be little, little. I, I don't remember what age, but I mean, like, I don't think I was even in school. And I remember just trying to take take something from the grocery store. And I was with my aunt. And I sure did get a beaten right there, too. <laughs> and I, I don't right, and I like I I was little, little, but yeah, I still remember that. And I don't have many memories of being little, but I do remember that. Speaking of getting beat in public, my mother-in-law was telling me a story about this parent. I believe it was Texas. I need to text my husband and find out. But she was charged because she was in her neighborhood. Her son was acting a hot mess, and she put him out and made him walk the half of the mile home. Now, granted, she did not drive slowly beside him. <laughs> she, she let him out the car, and he had to walk home. And a neighbor saw and reported it. How Where old are was y'all? The um, I need to. I'm gonna text my husband to find out. I believe he may have been nine. Okay, so I have the scoop. Um, Heather Wallace was the mom. Her son was eight. And he was driving his two brothers crazy in the car when they were coming home from karate. So she said, you know what? You can walk the rest of the way home. Half a mile in Waco, Texas. For this, she was arrested and hung handcuffed and thrown in jail. (laughs) She was charged with endangering a child, a felony carrying a mandatory minimum of two years in 
prison. Um, so she's finally speaking out because they had like a lot of pre-trial programming and stuff like that to get the cases dropped. And I wish I would have called the cops. I wish one of the neighbors would have called the cops when they saw me getting that beat down in the grocery store. <laughs> because I, it just wouldn't have been a thing I can't imagine. And um, I turned out fine. I don't, I'm sure I have some trauma as we all do. I don't think it was from that spanking. What did happen was that I stopped touching things in the grocery store that I wasn't supposed to touch. How do you guys feel about these? Well, probably just discipline in general for young children and then also public discipline, like making your kid walk home or popping them in the store. I mean, eight, they could, I'm sure, listen, I feel like the walking home is not far. You're in the neighborhood. And if they were playing around, they probably would be just as far over there so i don't feel like the walking home was bad now you're walking home from the store that's okay that's a bit much but walking home in the neighborhood i don't feel like that's bad it's just enough of a it's supposed to be just enough of a little bit of an embarrassment and and a little bit of hopefully putting a little fear in you to think that i would make you walk from the store but i really would never do that much but i feel like the walking in the neighborhood front of the neighborhood you got to walk to the house i'm not mad at it so for me i think it was like of course not having a full context of the entire situation outside of the article or outside of the story right i don't know if this is common this might be just the first time mom got caught but this might be something normal for this family as far as like when you act up this gonna be a sense of discipline like i know parents i think of some of my relatives right where when they act up you know what i ain't gonna hit you we just gonna go work out i'm gonna drive my car and you're going to run. You're going to run a whole mile. And you're going to run a mile there. You're going to run a mile back. Like, that's what you want to do? You want to act up? Let me let me give you something to act up with. You got some emotions you want to get out? Let's burn that out through, you know, basically, essentially working out. Um, I would say I don't see a big deal of it. I don't know the harm in making a kid walk. Um, now, you know, I don't think the parent was, I might be wrong, but if the parent didn't verbalize, say, we did this to embarrass our child, then, you know, I can't say that that's what the parent intended to do. Maybe the parent wanted to create a sense of structure and discipline. And I'm not, I'm not a parent. So I can't say, you know, as of at the moment, I won't say I can't say what's right from wrong. I can't even not be a parent, but in this situation, I won't be able to say well, it wasn't right. Cause maybe that was the first time the kid did it. And I'm like, dang, like that was harsh for this to be the first time, but maybe it was the 10th time and he just ain't learned yet. And it was like, okay, I'm gonna try something else. Um, but as far as public, um, I definitely got hit a couple times in public and like for my mom, probably got hit, whooped, beat, disciplined, loved on however you want to describe it, anywhere between 10 to 15 times. For my dad, probably four or five times. Um, and most of them were my fault. Like it'll be at church talking back, like trying to be cool in front of my friends, acting crazy, knowing what my mom and dad are capable of doing. And they didn't hit me with a, okay, we'll just wait till we get home. No, they told me up right then and there. And then that made it worse because something that I could have avoided by not talking back, I wouldn't have never got hit. Now, not only did I get hit, get embarrassed by my friends, now it became a running joke by my friends and my cousins mm-hmm. at church. We were like, oh, y'all remember when EB did this? And they'll mimic my movements. They'll mimic my cry. And then like, it's like I embarrassed myself by acting crazy. It's not nothing my mama did. I should have should have just listened. She right. said, stop talking while the preacher was preaching. Or she said, stop laughing and joking around when we doing praise and worship. And it'll be stuff like that, what I would get in trouble for, especially in church. And then school-wise was me going back and forth with my dad a lot of times because 
Um, I think I said it on the pod before, but Haitian church at night will go from like seven to 10. And my dad being part of like the leadership team of our church, they count all the offering after then that's conversations with people after. So we're getting home 10, 30, 11. And then depending on the day, like if my mom had cooked or had stuff cooking, sitting on the stove while we were at church, I mean, now we're eating and I'm going to school and I'm elementary, middle school. I'm sleeping in first or second period because I'm drained from the day. And then my dad will always, he had this running thing of like, I don't send you to school to sleep. Like, that's why I bought you a bed. Like, you sleep at home. You don't sleep at school. I send you to school to learn. And then I'm like, well, if we want to stay at church, I'll say something. If people who know me, you know how sometimes I'm quick wit or slick with my my tongue. And sometimes getting slick with the wrong person is not helpful. So I'll get slick with my daddy. And then his fists would come real quick. Um, And that would be the end of those conversations. And that'll be like four or five times. So sometimes public discipline or public loving beating is not the best, but I also know for some people, it creates an example. It might not be best for that child, but I bet it creates an example for the rest of the siblings um, that it happens to. I know one of the moments where my mom and dad kind of stopped that with us was when I akin, I, I compared the discipline of one of my siblings to slavery. Ooh. And my dad kind of like was looking at me like I was crazy. And I'm like, I say, what y'all doing is like, I say, because I wasn't a kid who was getting in trouble. I'm watching him watching them beat it, beat the heck out of one of my siblings. I won't say if it was male or female, because they did it at both. But beating the heck out of one of my siblings. And then after I had a conversation with my dad, this is after, not in the middle. I'm not that crazy. I learned my lessons a few times. And I was like, I'm in middle school at this moment. They're in high school. And I'm like, it seems like, like, mommy and daddy, it seemed like y'all like a slave ass, because they was jumping him. Or damn, snitch now, because I said him. But <laughs> they was jumping him. <laughs> um, they was jumping. And I was like, it seemed like y'all a slave master, and y'all publicly beating him in front of everybody else. And like, that's what they did during slavery days. And I don't know if I was just going through a lesson on slavery or if I watched Roots around that time, but I was on like a different level. I was on like a Malcolm vibe with my parents at one point. And they kind of like, was just like, we got you. And then it didn't really change much. We just didn't always see it, but we always heard it. Because mm. <laughs> it just didn't like, hey, come to the room. And when that happened, you already know what it was. There wasn't no, hey, go $5 to go hide from your siblings or hey, go a snack. Don't eat it in front of nobody. Nah, you heard those screams and those wails like shortly after that come to the room uh, moment. So, yeah, I probably wouldn't do it just because I hope that I can have a great relationship with my future children um, and we can have the opportunity to dialogue and have communication prior to entering certain public places and knowing how to act and how to behave and how to conduct themselves. Um, but for whatever reasons, if I fell in that or we fell in that type of communication, I would hope that I would be able to restrain myself from not physically um, disciplining my ch- child in public. Right. My prayer is that the future soul God blesses me with is not the type who would need that discipline in public because all kids are different and the type of discipline they respond to the type of discipline they need is very different but Mm -hmm. I will say this if I'm looking at my child and I say do not xyz and they look at me and do xyz then they might get popped right in the (laughs) xyz and that's just what it is because I can't say wait till you get home. Did you wait with the disrespect? You know, if there's somebody who's pinching someone in public or now, obviously I'm thinking of myself and my husband's vibe. And I can't imagine someone who's raising our home acting that way. Mm -hmm. But I also know children are individuals. If children are just people in the in general, want to flex their autonomy, want to flex their free will. And it's really learning 
Just like we have to learn to honor God and respect God. And I dare say fear God, you know, you really have to instill like, Hey, authority is here for a reason. These barriers are here for a reason. Respect is important for a reason. The family structure really models our relationship with God in a lot of ways. And, you know, it's hard to say what I will do without having the kid, but I know and right now today in my heart, I am a component of you get smacked up where you act up. Now, some things are a conversation for later situation dictates. Like if a teacher calls me and says, little Johnny did this in school, I'm not going to show up at the school hair wrap with the belt. You know, I'm not trying to get arrested like home lady in Waco, Texas. Evidently, the cop wasn't even going to arrest her at first. He was just like, hey, your child could have been trafficked. And she was like, Okay. And he was like, that doesn't really happen in your neighborhood, but it does happen downtown. And she said, so you're basically admitting that this is a safe neighborhood. And he said, well, is it, are you going to do it again or not? And she said, I don't know. And then he said, I'm going to have to arrest you. At so least really, didn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> so really, the cop was flexing. Huh? He wasn't in danger. She, you, as the woman said, you said this was a safe neighborhood. So so if the kid was playing in the neighborhood over there, is it a problem? No. So then what is the problem with this? Let's just pretend he was out here playing, but he really was walking home. Like, it's like, come on now. It's his neighborhood. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how citations work. I understand both sides of it. I understand as a parent wanting to be able to raise and discipline your kid as you see fit because when my kid is undisciplined and they grow up and they end up behind Mm -hmm. your bars, who are you going to look at? Who are you going to blame? But also I understand where the cop is from, from he's like, we don't know all the horrible things that cops see on the daily. And he's probably like, Hey, something terrible could have happened to this child. And this adult seems really flippant about this. And I want to teach them a lesson. I felt like, I feel like they could have met in the middle. I don't know how citations work. If he could have given her warning and or cited her and just said, I need you to take, take these classes because I know that you were trying to discipline him and you think is safe, but something horrible could have happened to your child. And I don't want your child to end up like some of the things that I've seen. Hard to say, but a hilarious situation because she said, oh, you're going to be fighting with your brothers. You can, like EB said, you can walk it out. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, I listen, I just, I, I feel for the parent because I'm like, it's their neighborhood. Like, it's not, it's not from the store. It's the neighborhood. Like, and, and I feel like the cop was just mad because he felt dumb. Like, why? Like, I feel like, oh, you you say she's getting arrested because she said she's not sure. She didn't say she would. She said she didn't know. Why? Are you she said, I still it? didn't know it was illegal. And I that, don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he said, I, okay, I'm going to have to arrest you. Is it illegal? All I know is that he arrested her because he said, okay, now you're going to find out. You still don't know? I feel like he was being a jerk. He, I think he was being a jerk, and so that's why I, I feel that way. But um, I, I'm team mom on this. Uh, I don't really, re- other than like that little situation with my aunt, and I don't think she like beat me, beat me, maybe gave me a pop. But I don't think I don't really remember being spanked or anything like that in per- in public. I probably I don't know if I would spank my kid in public, but you will get a pinch in public. You would get a pinch. <laughs> you would get honestly hot when you're young. You'll get hot breath in your face. You'll get hot breath the worst. And and the worst. 
of talking to, I always preferred a whooping than a talking to. Because a whooping's really like, what, three licks, five on a bad day. But a talking to can last and last. And you think it's over the next day and they still have something else to say. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. Can you just whoop me <laughs> and be done with it? And a pop felt like a beating when you're little, you know, yep. your head bobs for it. It's like the shame that just comes at your chin, hits your chest. Like, <laughs> I think hitting is just awful. I just hate violence. I would love, God, if you could answer this prayer, I would love to never have to hit my child. I'm just like, why? Now, if the situation dictates, I will do what I have you to don't do. You don't have to. You don't have to. But uh, I'm just saying. I mean, it, but I, I, now at home, you probably would get a spanking or two or maybe a pop in the car, but out in public, you might get a, a, a pull close, hot breath in your face, a stern talking to, and maybe a pinch or two. And if it's really bad, then we will be heading to the car. I'll say I've won many battles and I never had to use my fist. I know you're not just saying, Shereen. And Evie surprises me. He's been fighting when he was younger. Like, I just can't picture it. But, okay. You picture me fighting, Sabrina? Sharika, because you told us how you knocked that dude. <laughs> you didn't care. Listen, I just... And you told me that words, like, you get so caught up in, in the moment that it comes out the things that I would express verbally it comes out physically I understand that because Mm -hmm. the way that you're processing it but for me I just had all these things to say and I'm thinking if I hit you so what you're still for me it's all about getting an understanding and being understood I think that's the thing that's on my hierarchy so I'm like if I hit (laughs) but what are they gonna understand that you that if you're (laughs) Oh, you're, you're upsetting me. You will be upset. But I really won't. I don't think I will hit. I don't know the last. I mean, like, probably eighth. Well, even my husband says, like, he will tell me. He's like, because, like, when he is teasing me or something and I get, like, I'm not mad mad. But, like, I get, I will be, like, trying to, like, hit him or pinch him. And he'd be like, why do you have to get physical? <laughs> he was like, why? I'm Let's using my words. Physical. Why do you have to get physical? <laughs> He's like, can't you use your words? And sometimes I can't, but I don't, I can't see myself like really physically assaulting anyone these days, but I also don't put it past myself to physically. I mean, like it would have to be extreme for me to like, I, I don't, I'm not saying that like if someone was like, I don't know. It would just have to be extreme for me to physically assault someone. And I I just can't see myself doing that at this stage of my life. I just can't. But you never know. But I also don't put it past myself either. I don't want to find myself to be true, that to be true of me. (laughs) Because I don't want to go to jail either. Yeah. So that's why, you know, you can't. And I don't want it to escalate. I mean, we heard about the horrible things all the time that happened in the news where people were getting shot over silly stuff, sometimes by friendly fire. I mean, we're still hearing about what happened to takeoff in the news. Mm. So, you know, I think I don't I was going to say maybe because I grew up a lot of just in my neighborhood hearing gunshots was normal. I remember a shootout in our driveway and my mom was like, they shooting. And we all just went under the couch. But it was just such a normal part of life. Like I remember going home to visit when I used to live in Charlotte and 
there is a shootout that happened at my dad's apartment and there was blood on the door and just picking up oh, bullets. But it was just so yeah, they were shooting at my brother. He has like the bullet thing across it. My brother, CJ, who will be on the pod eventually one day, has lived a wild life. But I'm that that's just such a part of my childhood. I think that's another part of the reason why I'm just like, it just wasn't the answer. I've seen people mm-hmm. get jumped. I saw somebody get stabbed in the neck with some scissors. I saw somebody get beat in the head with oh, a lock Lord. in middle school. Like, you know, the lock that used to lock mm-hmm. your locker. Mm-hmm. And I just, the people were still mad. And the feuds would just last because then whoever lost would be like, well, I'm going to come back and get you next time. And I was just like, that just seems tiring. I'd rather just talk it out with you. Because even Sabrina. if we this makes me a call back to this conversation is why I don't understand. Well, let's take, we're going back to Black Panther and you want to, this is, this is the very thing that happened in Black Panther while your mom Eureka, was like, what's the I, difference? You just well, said the word. It's three letters. It is M O M. Don't F with my mother. No, no, no. Oh, well, oh, okay. I will okay, fight. Okay. And that's a whole <laughs> different thing there's but, nothing for us me to understand there's nothing to talk about and in that situation I did understand you wanted something my mom was in the way you took her out and so now I'm going to take you out in these other situations there's room to be understood and understand <laughs> not when it comes to my mom and that's just that period she said that she said there is no understanding <laughs> All right, we spent way, sorry, I don't know, we got down the violence hole again, but I guess I can move on with the quote for today. Oh, wait, 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 before you go to the quote, sorry, I'm going to do my five quick Christmas questions Okay. before we do our quote. Okay, what is uh, trivia? What is traditionally put on top of a Christmas tree? I will take two answers because it's usually either two things. Star or angel? Yep. It says angel, but I took star as well. Okay, in um in Home Alone, where were the McAllisters going on vacation when they left Kevin behind? Is this the first one, one or the or second two. one? First one, yeah. first one. Florida. Is that where they went to um Paris? Oh, Paris! You're yep. right. It was Paris. It was Paris. Dang, Evie's killing it. In the classic Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Grinch was described with three words. Do you know the words? I'll give you a hint. They all start with an S. Stupid? No, I'm just playing. Slimy? Um, no. Nope. Slithery? It it, it Hold stink. on. Is this a multiple choice? or is, oh. No. I'll say the first one. It's stink. And if you know the right. No. Okay. It's stink. It's stank. And it's stunk. Stink, stink. No, I wouldn't have got that. It's in the song, too. Uh, he okay. didn't stay too bad because he definitely pulled the old girl. That is wild. He okay. did not. He did not. You he didn't get the girl at the end, Sharika. No. Ew. Not the child. <laughs> the adult the girl who had a crush on him when he was little and she was oh, still feeling yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah 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 oh <laughs> i thought she was my cindy thought- unwild but not that wild okay in the um in the movie it's a wonderful life what happens every time a bell rings Ooh, no. i hate that movie does somebody die or an angel is no. seen i don't know Ooh, you're close sabrina 
with the angel. An angel gets its wings. That's what it is. I was like, what happens in that movie? All right. Uh, last question. Uh, uh, which Hollywood actor played six different roles in the movie Polar Express? The, like the most recent Polar Express. Well, I don't, I don't know if there was any other one. Polar Express. EB, we just learned about the Polar Express this week. Yeah, we didn't even learn about it. Somebody did the well, devotion. So you don't know who's the main the main Was it Tom uh, Hanks? I know who the main yes, character is. Yes. Well he he's the one that played six different characters in the movie or played six different roles. I That's still have never seen that from top to bottom. It's weird. I it's, I it's a weird. unique movie. It ain't all that like well, mm. I ain't gonna say it ain't all that. Um it's a it's unique. And it's one of those movies like it's a it's like a taste of something. It's it's acquired. It's like you watch it and be yeah. like, oh okay. Um, I'm like, I the storyline don't seem like it goes together to me. Yeah. It looked like they threw it together. Oh no, not a Tom Hanks throw together. It's hmm. weird. well, it's from the book, but I don't remember the book. I just remember the movie, and it was weird. It was like all over the place, and I'm like, the guy on the train is he real? He was disappearing. It was a lot going on. Yeah, that movie was weird. So, Sabrina, we're ready for a quote now. Thank you, Sharika, for those questions and that fun time of hot topics. I have a Christmas bucket list for us today in line with the holiday season. Six things. One, buy presents. Two, wrap gifts. Three, send gifts. Four, shop for food. Five, make cookies. Six, be, see the lights. I almost messed up my little juicy thing here. Someone sent this to me, and then they sent me a revamp of it that I thought was just so poignant for the season. So instead of buy presents, they encouraged us to be present. Hmm. Instead of wrapping gifts, wrap someone in a hug. And I would encourage you, I know we are still coming off of like a time just being really conscious of germs and et cetera, but physical touch is really powerful when it is consensual in the right context um but i encourage you wrap an elderly person in the hug it's not something a lot of us think about but as people grow older they talk about how they're touched less and less so if you know an elderly person at your church in your community go ahead and ask them do you mind if i give you a hug and just wrap them in a hug instead of send gifts send love that can be done a lot of ways instead of just shopping for food your favorite cookies your christmas ham Make sure you take time to donate food. Five, instead of just making cookies and all your favorite Christmas desserts, remember to make memories. It's not all about just the materialistic things of the season. And you can make memories through making cookies and all those things, but just spending time with your friends and family and letting them know how much you appreciate them, that can be huge as well. And finally, instead of just seeing the lights, remember to be the light. E.B., what are you expounding on today? E.B., before so, you go, I have a go short ahead. little story. When you said wrap someone in a hug, it reminded me that today I had a very awkward hug incident <laughs> okay. with a coworker. They should have asked first. <laughs> well, they well, okay, so they did a nonverbal ask by opening their arms. But it was nope. a person I had never hugged before. And I was like, <laughs> I went in for the hug and I was like, this is weird. I don't, I feel like, you know, is this a side hug? Is this a full hug? I did not know what to do. I felt very awkward. I I just was like, I maybe we just should not have hugged. And I, and I 
just I spoke because it was me and a friend and we were both talking while well, I saw someone from afar and I said, oh, hey. And then they came over. They had their arms extended. I went in for I wasn't sure if it was a side hug situation, full hug. I kind of went in for like an in-between. It was weird. And then they kept their arms straight and it was I, it was just a weird situation. So I will uh, see. I don't know if the, they didn't verbally ask for consent, but they did extend their arms. But then they did not, you know, you know, do a pat on the back. They just kept their arms straight, which was even more weird. So I just. Yeah. If someone extends their arms to you, you can just say, no, thanks. Or you can give them a handshake. Just because you open the door doesn't mean I have to walk through it. And if you don't appreciate that, then maybe you're a rapist. I don't know. But. I would not have felt guilty being like, no, thank you, or just shaking their hand. And I want to empower you and anyone listening that just because someone opened their arms to you, or if someone asked you for a hug, even though I said wrap them, I also <laughs> mentioned consent. You do not have to hug anybody you don't want to hug. Um, that was, I just was, that just remind. it just brought it all back to my mind when you said that, but that was it. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're good. So today I am expounding or sharing some insight on somebody that many people will just know as primetime. Some will know as Deion mm-hmm. Sanders. Others will know as a football coach or a football player. Or you might know him because he says things like, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, they pay good. Or he might mm-hmm. say something like, if your dream ain't bigger than you, there's a problem with your dream. Or he might say something like, I don't care what they say about me when I'm through with sports. I don't want to be known as anything else in life but a great father. Or when he talks about leadership and where he, I guess you could say, get some of his inspiration from and people who he may or may not have looked up to or where you should be as a leader. He'll say things like, whenever you make a promise, you have a responsibility to that promise. Make sure you stay true to that promise because staying true to that promise is staying true to you. I expect to be great. I expect to do what hasn't been done. I expect to provoke change. If you know anything about primetime, if you know anything about Deion Sanders, he was the head coach at a HBCU. For those of you who don't know what a HBCU is, it is or it stands for Historically Black Colleges and University. Right. So as a coach at the lovely Jackson State for the past two years, he did something that many would consider, I guess you could say, just different or in some terms, exceptional while being there. He led them to a phenomenal record during his time there by going 27 and five in his three seasons as their head coach. And just recently, he decided to take a job um at um, in Colorado some people were highly upset because they were like oh he did all this talking and he was doing this and he was doing that and he said he was here for these HBCUs and look what he does he comes to the HBCUs he gets used um he uses the HBU system and then he does what mostly everybody else does when they I guess have this opportunity they move on at the drop of a hat in their earliest opportunity, the first chance they can get. Now, for some people, they might be like, I totally understand why one would leave. For other people, they'd be like, he is a sellout. He is a traitor. 
I will say when people are getting given the opportunity to do something better or greater in life, um, it's always wise to, of course, consult with God, consult with your family or friends or your close peers or a mentor or advisor or somebody who you rock with. And then you move on to what that next thing is. I'm going to expound on a little bit of stuff because I had to do some fact checking. and I was like, this can't be accurate because there's no way they did this and people are mad at him. But I'm going to read a little uh, a spill um, and then after I read it, we'll close out with my final thoughts and then we'll give you some recommendations recommendation. JSU, Jackson State University, put in Dion's contract that after 30,000 ticket sales, he would receive a percentage of the sales. That didn't happen the whole time he was there. The ticket sales got missing. Dion, the football team, nor the staff saw any of that money. There was a lucrative TV deal in place that Dion wanted to get, but the university did not, and the president denied that. Dion, with his own money, built a new locker room and tennis courts. All the new designs came out of Dion's pocket. The new players' lounge, Dion. Dion made that happen. He also used his own money to feed his players. All of the fancy meals you saw players eating, that was Dion and connections that he made. All the suits, because he didn't want people, some people to wear shirt and ties, some people to wear suits, some people to wear hoodies, some people to wear whatever they wanted. He connected with Michael Strahan to say, hey, how can you help us out? He leveraged his relationships with American Airlines for flights when they had to travel to places where the school couldn't afford to get them there in the quickness. When J Jackson State University went to the Celebration Bowl last year, the school didn't give any money back to athletics. Dion used all of his personal money to fund numerous things around campus. Campus. The university did not help. The president wanted his name in the headlines as much as Dion. Dion wanted to coach the Celebration Bowl this upcoming year, but the JSU president said no. He said, you got a new job. Go handle that new job. And the Celebration Bowl is currently sold out. The jury is out on what will actually happen for that game. But for Dion specifically, I think he made the best move. When leadership doesn't treat you well, you have to go somewhere where they will. Mm. And for me, I'll, it'll take me just about 15 to 20 seconds to close out on this. It just sucks because, you know, of course, fact-checking some of that. And Dion, he speaks highly about the university. He speaks highly about the kids he had, he had to deal with. And then to hear some of the things where we make agreements, and that's why I closed out with that, you know, you got to stay true to your promise. But when you make agreements with people and you don't follow through with those agreements or those promises that you made, you can't feel some type of way. Well, let me take it back. You can feel however you want, but there should not be a reason that people feel a certain type of way when a person is doing what's best for them and their family. And in this mm -hmm. case, their livelihood, it makes no sense for you to allow people to take advantage of you to great, um, to gain or garner much attention, much resources, much financial, I guess you could say stability off of your name, image, and likeness. And a lot of that came from Dion and of course his coaching staff and of course the players and of course the parents and the support and the community of Jackson who supported the university. But like a lot of that was because of what he brought to this university. And for some people, this is why it continues to be a struggle with people to want to go to HBCUs to not only coach or play, but to even to go as a student, because this is the same thing. If you go talk to a kid who go to, at least in Florida, you go talk to a kid who went to Bethune, who went to FAMU, who went to Edward Waters, who went to Florida Memorial, you hear some of the stories and the horrific trauma that they deal with, with financial aid was saying, I got an email saying I would get this much, but on when when I actually went to class or went to, started the first day of classes, this is what I actually got. And it's like, well, we can't do nothing about it. Like some of these kids make these decisions based off of the promises or at least the words that are shared to them in writing or verbalized um, through the words or the actions of people who they, in this case, are trusted officials, trusted employees. So when things don't work your way, I'm not saying you sit there and run, but when it's time and time again, and it's a pattern, 
you have to do what's best for you and yours. So just make sure you continue to stay true to the promises that you speak out into the world. And hopefully people return that same thing to you. And if they don't, you hold them accountable. And if there's nothing you can do, you just find the nearest exit and do what's best for you. That's all I got for y'all today as far as my expound. Any follow up on that with the time that we got? Or do we want to go straight to the recommends? I will say, all I got to say is I'm not mad at Dion. I didn't even know about all that other stuff, but just for the simple fact is it's a job. And when you're ready to go, you can go. You don't owe anybody else anything but what you were supposed to do when you were there. And now you're not. So I'm not mad at Dion for that. And I heard, anyway, it's not even, doesn't even matter. But yes, I'm not mad at Dion. All right. So for our recommends. Um, I'll start us off because mine is simple. It's probably a movie that many of you have watched. And if you haven't, then that's on you. It was part of one of the quibia again. Uh, tr- I said quibia. Wow. Thinking of quiz and trivia at the same time. That's wild. Just made a new word. Um, <laughs> if it's not in Webster, we need to find a way to make that happen. I like it. But um, because of our trivia game and the quiz that we had earlier, I'm recommending for you guys to go watch Home Alone. That's all I got. My favorite. I love number two. Um, I didn't realize this was out until a previous a preview conversation we had uh right before the podcast started but i don't know hopefully i'm not stealing your sabrina but i i'm recommending that you all watch the harry and megan documentary and i'm hoping we can talk about it next episode amen it's called that harry and megan mm-hmm. sorry that's was that totally yours? fine that's totally fine. I'm ready for people to watch it too. I'm rooting for everybody black. I want to make all the racist people mad. Let's get the numbers up. I'm here for Megan and whatever she got to say and do and their little babies. Let's go. So was that your recommend too? It absolutely is. Yes. Well, let's do that. And I'm I'm looking forward to talking about it because the last time when they had their little interview with Oprah and we talked about it here, like... I was just so intrigued, saddened, shocked, amazed. Just so much of things that I didn't know that the Royals were experiencing and had to go through and the things that really was going on behind the scenes. So I'm very intrigued about what they're saying on this documentary. So let's uh, plan to meet back here next week and let's discuss it. So I'm inviting you guys to check it out so you'll be ready for it and you won't have to worry about any spoilers. All right. That's what we got for you guys this week. Hopefully you are having a great December thus far. If you're not um, you can reach out to any of us. I think we can help you find a way to make it better, whether it be our words of encouragement, our words of advice, our support, our sense of humor, or maybe we can point you in the right direction for you to have, in a sense, the same temp checks that we be having. We just want to make sure that everybody is closing out the year of 2022 on a good note. As always, if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Until next time. <laughs>